Now may the Lord continue to increase your mind, continue to increase your understanding, amen, unlock you, your mentality, that you may understand the mysteries of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that you may walk circumspectly so as to please him, understanding that you are only sojourners and pilgrims, amen, in this uh, world, but our citizenship, amen, is in heaven. The name of Jesus. Our scripture reading tonight, 1 John, the fourth, third chapter, verse 4 through 9. 1 John, the third chapter, verse 4 through 9 in the New King James Version is our first place that we're going to read. We got a couple of other places uh, that we're going to read. Amen. Uh, Isaiah 53 is one of them, verse 4 through 12. Isaiah 53, verse 4 through 12 is another place that we're going to read. Amen. And uh, tonight will be a foundational teaching for where we're going for the next couple of weeks um, that I believe is going to really empower you uh, so that you'll learn how to walk in the Lord. Amen. As for fully pleasing him. Praise God. Fully pleasing him. What the enemy don't want you to know, amen, is what God has done already done for us through the atoning works of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we're going to be exploring much of that um, for the next couple of weeks. First John, chapter, 1 John, amen, uh, chapter, the epistle of John, chapter 3, verse 4 through 9, and then that in the New King James Version, as well as Isaiah 53. And again, tonight, we're going to be laying the foundation, amen, that I believe that's going to really help us understand what we possess in Christ Jesus. Glory to God, so that we can walk circumspectly and walk, amen, empowered and walk as God has originally created us for. That's the key right there. Praise God. Amen. Chapter 3, verse 4 through 9, and it says, Whosoever, amen, commits sins also commits, amen, lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness. All sin is lawlessness. And you know that he who, and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins. Talking about Christ, was manifested to take away our sins. And in him, there is no sin. In Christ, there is no sin. There's in him, there is no sin. There was nothing in him that the enemy could tempt because in him, there is no sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever abides in him does not sin. Whoever sins has neither seen him nor known him. And that that what they refer that the writer is referring to is in a unrepented perpetual sin. Amen. Unrepented perpetual sin. Amen. Verse 7. Little children, let no one deceive you. Hey, that's it right there. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous. Amen. Just as he is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. Who, who, he who walks in unrepented, amen, perpetual sin is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. For, the, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whoever has been born of God does not sin, does not unrepented, does not perpetually on and on sin. Why? Because the seed of righteousness is in him. For his seed is a man remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born 
of God. He can't continue in a repetitive, unrepentant sin because the seed is good seed. Glory to God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 53, verse 4 through 12. Amen. And I'll start down to verse 4. And it says, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we have stinged him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Amen. He was, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Amen. And by his stripes we are healed. All we, all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned aside everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. For he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was laid as a lamb to the slaughter. He was laid as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before its shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison, amen, from prison and from judgment. And who will declare his generation? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. Verse 9. And they made his grave with the wicked, but with the, but with the rich at his death, because he had done no violence nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He was put to death. He, 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 he has put him to grief when he make his soul an offering from sin. He shall see his seed and shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Verse 11, he shall see the labor of of his soul and be satisfied by his knowledge of by his knowledge my righteous servant capital S shall justify many for he shall bear their iniquities therefore I would divide his portion a man with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he poured out his soul unto death and was numbered with the transgressors he bore the sins of many and made intercession for the, amen, the transgressors. He made intercession for the transgressors. He made intercession for the transgressors. Amen. Tonight I'm laying the foundation, amen, entitled The Power of Redemption. Praise God, the power of redemption. My key point that you see will be in 1 John chapter 4, Amen. And verse 8b, 1 John chapter 3, I'm sorry, chapter 3 and verse 8b. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. Praise God. Jesus Christ manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. And the works of the devil are counter, amen, uh, opposing the works of God. Glory to God. He was manifested. The one of the key things for the believer to constantly uh, to know and constantly rehash over in your spirit is to understand the original the original purpose 
for Christ coming, amen, to redeem man from, amen, uh, uh, from the, amen, the, the works of the enemy. Praise God. The main thing that we have to keep in focus, why was Jesus manifested? Glory to God. Amen. Not to just make us rich, not to just uh, physical things or healings and all of that. The main thing is about, amen, reversing and dealing with the consequence of sin. Amen. The actions that have caused believers to be, uh, mankind to be in the state they're in right now. If the believer is going to walk in freedom and the power, amen, in power, we must have a firm grasp of why Jesus came to save humanity. Amen. We must have a firm grasp on why Jesus was manifest. Amen. That's the first thing we got to get. The other thing is there's a difference between, amen, the rebuking and commanding demons as opposed to destroying the works, amen, of the devil. The works of the, uh, amen, of, of fallen humanity is different. Praise God. Dealing with that is different than rebuking, amen, demons. Amen. Jesus came to, amen, free mankind from the consequences, the effects of the first man falling in the garden, this Adam. Praise God. He came to, amen, deliver us from the consequences, amen, and the effects of sin. It's always got to be about that. It's always got to be about that. Praise God. It can never be, you got to, we have to keep that in our central to all of our thoughts, praise God, that the matter is always has been and will be about sin and its effects on humanity. Amen. The adversary purpose to keep humanity, amen, separated from Jehovah. Praise God. Separated from Jehovah. Why? So they can live without knowing their creator, number one. So that all humanity will live without knowing their creator. We're not knowing who they are without, amen, fulfilling their God-given purpose, amen, and living without him as, amen, but here as citizens of another country, but living without him. Glory to God, amen. The adversary wants to keep you ignorant of who you are, whose you are, and your divine destiny, amen, and your divine destiny. The enemy wants to keep you from that, Praise God, and because the more you do that, the more ground he's going to lose. The more you do it, the more ground that he is going to lose. Amen. So sin has its effects on humanity. It affects our destiny. It affects our will. It affects our body. But the main thing as my foundation, and we'll get to some more of that later on, is our relationship first with God, amen, and then amen, with one another. First with God, then with one another. Praise God. Isaiah 53, amen, tells us that he has borne our griefs. He's carried that. Amen. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was on him. Amen. And by his stripes, we are healed. Yes, there's some physical healing that we benefit from salvation. But the real healing that's in the context here is healing, healed from the effects of the inherent sin that we acquired 
from the first man. Jesus came to redeem mankind, amen, from the effects of sin. Glory to God. To reconnect us back to our original, amen, God-given destiny. Say it again. To reconnect us to our original God-given destiny. That's what, we're, that's what we're looking at, amen, and that's what we're going to be dealing with, amen, in the weeks to come. Praise God, amen. So here's the, here's the thing. The works of the devil affected humanity in four different ways, and we'll talk more about this later on. The works of the devil affected humanity in four different ways. It affected humanity first morally, amen, morals, second physically, Amen. The third, intellectually. And then the fourth, of course, spiritually. Amen. Four different ways. The works of the devil affected humanity. First, morals. Amen. The devil enticed people to sin. Amen. Making it seem like, seem appealing so that people choose evil. Amen. Over obedience to God. Praise God. Amen. Moral depravity. Moral decay is one of the effects of sin, amen, from the original man. James says any man is tempted, he's tempted by his own desires, amen, amen. And let us straight, he's tempted, he's tempted by his own desires, amen. The enemy made Eve to believe that she was missed, that they were missing out on something. God knows in the day that you eat it, you're going to be like him. And and she uh, and he uh, 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 was was really a saying to her in a deceptive way. God is holding out something on you, Amen. He was saying you. God is holding out on you. He knows you're going to be better than him. Glory to God. So it's inherently, Amen. Deceptive. Praise God through a lying spirit. Glory to God. We were disconnected from God. Cunningness. So the moral issue is one of the works of the devil is that we are, amen, were affected morally and we chose, amen, the deception of pleasure rather than, amen, obedience to God. The second one is physically, amen. The devil can afflict, amen, now diseases. Praise God, amen, and, uh, uh, amen, and seeks us, amen, to go through physical trials and cause us as Job to curse God because of physical trials. This body originally, before the fall, was uh, designed in a glorious way to live forever. After the fall, then we see that the, 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 this tremendous decline, amen, in the lifespan. And then after the flood, even a greater decline. Praise God, because God says this man can't live forever, amen, in that body. And that's one of the reasons why Amen. They had to be drunk, had to be driven from the Garden of Eden because in the garden was the tree of life. And if they would have eaten the tree of life after having sinned, they'd have, amen, mankind would live forever in a sinful state. Glory to God. Amen. Physically, diseases, all type of things that come up on us as a result of fallingness, as the result of fallingness. Some of it is a result of demonic activity. Some of it is a result, amen, of unforgiveness, which is a work of the devil. Praise God. Intellectually, intellectually, we're affected by sin intellectually. The devil, amen, 
uh, seduces people to error, amen, teaching the false doctrine, that doctrines of demons, glory to God. And so he cast out doubt. Ah, that's it. He cast out doubt to keep the believer, amen, unbelieving intellectually and bound to a spiritual lie. Glory to God. Amen. Keeps us believing uh, a lie. It's a doctrine of demons to keep the believer, amen, intellectually disconnected from God. Amen. The Bible says our people perish for the lack of knowledge. Amen. Our people perish for the lack of knowledge. Amen. So the enemy arranges distractions. He arranges distractions. Amen. Promotes confusion. Praise God. Cause people to act hastily irrationally, foolishly, all kinds of things, glory to God, to keep him intellectually disconnected from his God-given purpose. Keep him, amen, from understanding his God-given, amen, intellect, his capacity. It's a scientific fact that men, most men, uh, most of us now, uh, only use about a fourth, a third of our brain capacity. And that is, amen, because of the result of sin. Glory to God. Amen. It's a result of sin. Praise God. The last thing is spiritually. Amen. Spiritually. Amen. He takes, amen, over the, the opportunity for us when he snatched that word out of our heart, praise God, and that we're born disconnected from God. We're born disconnected from God. And we'll look more into that in Ephesians, the second chapter. Praise God. Amen. In that way, we are not, we are born unaware of the fact of our, amen, the possibility of who we really are in God. Amen. So first is morally, the effects of sin. The works of the devil is first moral, is, is physical, is intellectual, and is, amen, is spiritual. And we'll talk more about this as the days go along. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. So freedom, you got to get this, freedom Amen. Is your birthright. Freedom is your birthright. This is the children's bread. Amen. This is the children's bread. Glory to God. The Bible says in John 8 and 48, whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Whom the Son has set free is free indeed. Glory to God. This is this is your this is our birthright. He came that we may be free from, amen, the consequence of sin. Glory to God of the internal, within ourselves, that of sin. Amen. Praise God. So before we came to Christ, before we were born again, praise God that we had condition. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 says, and you, amen, he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sin. And that dead just simply means disconnected from God, amen, disconnected from life, dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, among whom we also once, amen, all, amen, all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. Say it again. Among whom also we once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh 
and of the mind and were by nature, by nature, children of wrath. We were not by nature. Glory to God. Amen. Just as the others. Verse four is where we start praising. But God, who is rich in mercy, because of his great love with which he loved us, even while we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive, made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you have been saved, raised up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the age to come, he may show the exceeding riches of his greatness and his kindness towards us in Jesus Christ. For by grace, you have been saved through faith, not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, least anyone should both boast. Here's the deal. For we are his workmanship, ah, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Thank you, Father. Christ came to destroy the works of the devil so that we could come into awareness of who we really are were are supposed to be in God's original plan for humanity. Glory to God. Amen. Christ came to uh, reconnect us back to our original selves. Glory to God. So Jesus, he came to destroy the works of the devil. Hallelujah. So it is my birthright to walk in freedom. Amen. It, this It's my birthright. This is the children's bread that we should walk in freedom because when Christ died on the cross, we were buried with him in baptism. Glory to God. All that we need, praise God. All, thank you, Holy Spirit. All that we need to walk as God originally planned us, Christ has already done for us. Glory to God. The writer in 1 John is answering some lies and answering some false doctrine and false teaching that you can walk and be walking in Christ unrepented of sin and still call yourself a Christ. But he says, amen, in him is no sin. And if you abide in him, amen, uh, you don't sin. You don't perpetually keep on, amen, and sinning. Why? Because we're in him and in him is no sin. In him we live and move. That's where we have our being is in him. Whosoever sin has neither seen him or nor know him. Glory to God. Amen. So, amen. Uh, John, the apostle John, amen, is now indoctrinating, reacquainting uh, the believers, amen, in that particular area concerning who they are. He's already taught them, but he's bringing to mind and understanding that this influx of lies and deception. Praise God. Don't let no one deceive you. Little children, let no one deceive you. He who practices righteousness is righteous, for he is righteous. For Christ, he, capital H, is righteous. He who sins is of the devil. Who he will continuously on and on, unrepented sin is of the devil. For the devil has sinned from the, from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. Amen. And so you and I, because, amen, we are ambassadors of Christ, because you and I are his workmanship. 
we have been given the ministry of reconciliation to continue to teach and continue to guide believers that you're no longer under the obligation to yield to your flesh and walk in perpetual sin. Why? Because Christ, amen, has set us free from all of the, here's the key word, the power of sin. Amen. You've heard me say this before. I'll say it again. Praise God. We've been, our salvation and being saved is in three tenths, in the in past, in the present, and in the future. In the past, on the cross, Christ died for our offenses. We were saved from the penalty of sin. We were saved from the penalty of sin. Glory to God. God's re righteous requirement was satisfied by himself. Christ died as our escape goat, as our lamb, amen, and satisfied one man for all, amen, the penalty. We were at odds with God. He made peace. First of all, he made peace between a fallen man and a holy God. That's number one in past tense. In the present tense, when I believe that, and the Holy Spirit, amen, is drawing me to Christ. I receive salvation. I'm born again. And in that way, and because of that, amen, I've been given through the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the indwelling of his power, amen, the, amen, uh, the ability to walk circumspectly in the Lord, amen, from uh, the, the power of sin, amen. We've been, the power of sin broken off of our life. Glory to God. But here's the deal. Amen. We're transformed by the renewing of our mind. We learn more and more why Christ came. He came to destroy the works of the devil, all of the consequence and the effects of sin that is on our life. Christ died to remove that. Glory to God. Amen. I know the devil is mad at me today because Praise God. When you start talking about how to get delivered from walking in sin, amen, uh, you know there's a demon going to rise up. Praise God. Christ died to destroy what sin caused. Amen. The consequence, the effects of sin on humanity. Amen. Morally, amen, physically, intellectually, sin had an effect. It's first sin, it's, it's separated, caused death. Death is the separation of life. Amen. And then, not only that, but it affects man's men mentality, his thinking. Amen. His mindset is just worldly, fallen mindset. No, Amen. Not kingdom-minded. We have to be redeemed to understand, amen, whose we are and who we are. Whose we are and who we are. We are citizens, amen, of heaven. Glory to God. We are ambassadors for Christ. Amen. And so what God is saying to us in this hour, you will, you will, amen, we will never be able to walk in freedom until we start declaring, amen, to ourselves and to the devil that Christ came to destroy the works of the devil. In me is the DNA to confront what sin has caused. In me is the power. I have in me the DNA, amen, because I've been baptized with the Holy Spirit of God. In me is the power to confront and, amen, and turn from, turn away, destroy the works of the devil. Amen. The mentality of mankind can be changed 
and amen, uh, pointed upwards. Why? Because Christ, amen, was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Glory to God. Amen. First, second Corinthians 10, and I'm almost done, said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds, these thought patterns, these man and demonic induced, amen, reasoning. Glory to God. All of this is earthly. All of this is earthly. Not kingdom, but earthly. But, amen, but when Christ came, he gave us the ability to war against those mindsets, against that depravity, amen, because we destroy, we are destroyed for the lack of knowledge of who we are, whose we are, how we're supposed to function. Amen. The original intent for Christ is that he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil, not to be our spiritual Santa Claus, not to be our spiritual Santa Claus, not to be, amen, the, our, the, amen, just, be, just become rich in the earth realm and full of stuff. The original purpose is about the effects and the consequence of sin on all humanity. Glory to God. And, and you and I, beloved, uh, we have to put on that same mindset. You and I, beloved, have to put on the same mindset. If we don't, well, we, we discount Christ. We dummy down who he, what he originally really came for. Amen. Glory to God. If you don't heal another part of our body, amen, the issue is about sin, about a humanity that was disconnected from God through the fallenness of Adam. Now we become reconnected and now we got to be trained to reign. We have to be trained to reign. So for the next couple of weeks, amen, we're going to be digging that thing out, exploring it, praise the name of the Lord, so that we know how to reign as, amen, ambassadors, that we know how to reign and fully maximize who we really are because of the works of Christ, amen, that was accomplished for us when he died for our offenses, rose again for our justification. Glory to God that, amen, Christ manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Praise the name of the Lord. And you and I, beloved, have to be trained to operate in that same mindset, in that same spirit. Praise God. And let not the enemy, amen, let us not be deceived by the uh, deception that comes and the cunningness that comes along with sin. Glory to God. And that's our, that's our exhortation for you. And that's the foundation, I hope, amen, that I will be purposing to lay tonight, amen, is that when Adam fell, all humanity was in him and was disconnected from the life that is only found in God through the atoning works of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Now that we have been made alive, we've been quickened, we've been born again. Glory to God. We're no longer knotted by nature. Praise God. Have a, this sin nature, we have the ability through the death, burial, resurrection of Christ to deal with so that we can walk in our original God-given intent. That's the purpose of what we are. And that's what we're going to be declaring. That's where we're going to have faith confessions. Praise the name of the Lord so that we don't walk our time out, amen, uh, short, coming short of our, of our potential. Ah, that's it. Coming short of our potential, in, amen, in Christ Jesus. Amen. There is power in this thing called redemption. Glory to God. Power in this thing called redemption in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you tonight for the hearers. I pray that this word would resound, that the word would be made plain as they study it, 
and that understand that Christ was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. And may my eyes be open. May our hearts be uh, free that we may receive this word and bring about 60, 80, and 100 fold the fruit of it in the name of Jesus, that we may walk circumspectly, walk in our, the original intent that you've given us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we bless you. We thank you for you alone are worthy, God, and we give you praise, Father God, for what you're going to do in us, for us, and through us. In Jesus' name, 